So if I came to you and I said, you know, I have this branch and the thing won't grow anything. It won't grow any leaves. It won't grow any fruit. You're going to be like, that's, that's really silly. And I'm going, no, 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 I, I did everything right. Like I, I took it and I put it in some dirt and I watered it. And I even added some of that miracle growth stuff and I put it out in the sunlight and it won't grow. And you're like, again, I don't think you understand how this whole tree thing works because a branch can't just magically grow fruit on its own. It has to be connected to something, right? Because when it's connected to a tree, see a tree has roots that go down into the ground and they absorb water. Water comes up through the tree and it creates sap and sap pushes nutrients out into the branches and, and then it can grow fruit. But this, this can't grow fruit all on its own. Today we're going to look at a passage where Jesus is going to say that you and I are like this branch. That this branch, its existence, its purpose is to grow fruit, but if it's disconnected from the tree, it will never do that. You and I in the same way, our purpose, our existence is to experience something. It's to experience peace and joy and purpose, but Jesus is going to say if we are not connected to him, like a branch has to be connected to a tree to grow fruit. If you and I aren't connected to Jesus, we're never going to grow fruit. And while the process of growing fruit might seem complicated, in fact, it's so complex that scientists don't even totally understand what goes on in a tree today, we're going to look at a really simple idea. Why can't this branch grow fruit? So if you've got a Bible, we're going to be in John chapter 15. I'd love for you to follow along. I'd love for you to encourage you to bring your Bibles to church with you, whether it's a paper copy, electronic copy. If you need one, you can download our app and you can find a copy of the Bible in there. We've been in this series called Kingdom Life, and we've been talking about what is life like in God's kingdom. And we've said it's things like peace and joy and purpose, and you and I are designed for this kingdom. And when you hear the kingdom of God, you might think, oh, he's talking about heaven. Yes, but no, Jesus says that the kingdom of God is here, and it's now. And so right now, we can experience peace and purpose and joy. Today we're going to sort of push back. We're going to step back from that. We're going to go, okay, kingdom life, peace, purpose, joy. What if I'm not experiencing those things? What if I feel so disconnected from God? I feel like everything that I'm doing is not working. I come to church and, you know, I sing the songs and the words come out, but I'm just going through the motions and I don't feel connected to God at all. We're going to ask what's gone wrong. We're going to ask, what am I missing out on in this whole kingdom of God life? And so John 15 is where we're going to be. Jesus and his disciples, they've been eating dinner together at a guy's house. Jesus says, you know what? Let's go for a walk. So today we're going to go for a walk with Jesus. He wants some fresh air, stretch his legs a little bit. So they leave this house and they go out into the city where Jesus is going to continue to teach. He's going to continue to talk. And remember, he's talking to his best friends. He's just wanting to walk along and talk with them. The scene is that this is the day before Jesus dies. We're now just a few hours before he will be betrayed and arrested. John 15, let's see what he says. Verse 1, Jesus speaking says, I am the true vine, and my Father is the gardener. 
He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes, so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Remain in me, as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. And so Jesus, they start walking, and, and he's just talking. And he starts talking about branches and vines and fruit. And it seems totally random, but it's not. Jesus doesn't speak in a vacuum. He looks around and he sees real things that he can make illustrations out of. And so Jesus and, and his guys, they're walking along and they're walking through a vineyard. And so I imagine that Jesus bends down and he just, he just starts picking up some branches, just some loose branches. And he goes, okay, you guys, you see these branches? You see how because they've fallen off the vine, they're no longer connected to the vine? They can't grow leaves. They can't produce any fruit, right? And his guys go, yeah, duh, of course, that's really obvious. He goes, okay, just like they can't grow fruit, if they're not connected to the tree, you can't produce anything. You can't grow fruit if you're not connected to me. Do you get that? And they're like, oh yeah, no, we don't have any idea what you're talking about. He goes, okay, that's okay. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to explain it to you more. Verse five, he says, I am the vine you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. But apart from me, you can do nothing. Eleven times Jesus is going to say this phrase, remain in me. Eleven times in eleven verses, remain in me, remain in me, remain in me. The Greek word is mental, 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 mental. Remain in me, remain in me. Eleven times in eleven verses, he says, remain in me. And if you remain in me, something, this thing is going to happen. He says, what's going to happen is you're going to produce, you're going to bear fruit. What's he talking about? We're going to talk about fruit a little bit later. He says, remain in me. What does he mean? I think he's talking about relying on him. So just track with me for a second. Follow with me. Have you ever felt, have you ever felt really connected to Jesus? Like you've, been, you've just been in a time in your life that you just felt really connected to him. What was going on in your life at that time. Like, I, I want you to think about this. Go there. Think about this. A time where you were really connected to Jesus. You felt really close to Jesus. What was going on in your life at that time? So I can think of a couple times where I felt really close to Jesus, just super connected to Jesus. One is there was about a, a six-month period. There was a time where I had left the corporate world, and I was thinking about going into ministry, and I was just kind of trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life and what God was leading me to. And there was about a six-month period where, just as circumstances worked out the way they did, my wife and I were both unemployed. We had a mortgage, two car payments, and a one-year-old baby. Like, not really how you draw it up, okay? This was not the plan. And yet, I look back on that, on that time, and I was so connected to Jesus, in spite of what was going on in our world. I felt so connected to God. I had this amazing peace. You know, another time that I, I can think of where I was really connected 
I felt really close to Jesus. Some of you know this. We have a, a child. One of our, our daughters has this really rare disease, this really rare illness. And she was diagnosed a few years ago. And it was, it was pretty bad, honestly. And she was in the hospital for like a month. And my wife just went and lived at the hospital. And it was really hard. And it was really scary. And I look back on that. And it is such a sweet time in my memory because I felt so connected to God. And in both instances, I think what the connection was, I think why I felt so connected to Jesus was because, honestly, I had to rely on Him. I had nothing else. I had nothing that I could hold on to, that I could stand on because my expectations, everything that I had control over had like fallen apart. I had to rely on Jesus for you as you think about a time where you felt close to God. Is it because your life was perfect? Or is it because you had to rely on Him? I mean, turn it around for a minute. Are there times where you felt really disconnected from God? Like maybe that's right now. Like right now today, you're like, yes, I feel super disconnected from God right now. But for me, a time that I could look back on, probably like, probably my college years, I felt really disconnected from God. Now, I know some of you were perfect in college, and you can polish your halos while the rest of us talk about what <laughs> life was really like. So I look back at college, and, and over those years, like, life was actually pretty good. And yet, I was super disconnected from God. I felt so disconnected. Why? Because honestly, I didn't really think I needed him. I didn't have to rely on Jesus. At least that's how I felt. I felt like I can manage this on my own. And I started to feel more and more disconnected from him. Here's what I think Jesus is saying in all of this remain in me, remain in me stuff. I think it's this simple, that when we stay connected to Jesus is when we rely on him. That's how we stay connected to him, by relying on him. And as Westerners, as good Americans, we don't like that. We don't want to rely on anybody. We hate the notion of relying on anybody. We want to be self-reliant. We think reliance is sort of a childhood thing. Yeah, when you're a kid, you've got to rely on people. But as you get older, the older you get, you don't have to rely on anybody anymore. And Jesus goes, man, in my view, in my world, it's the exact opposite the more you mature, the more you grow, the deeper our relationship is, the more you will rely on me. Would you say that you rely on Jesus? Or do you try and do everything yourself? Do you rely on Jesus or do you think that you can manage it all yourself? And what would it look like to rely on him. Well, there's a bunch of scripture that gives us a picture of this. I dropped a bunch in your app, but here's some of it. Matthew 11, Jesus says, come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. First Peter, Peter writes, cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Paul says in Philippians 4, do not be anxious about anything, but present your requests to God. So we just have Jesus going, look, Come to me. Bring your burdens to me. Bring your doubts to me. Bring your anxieties. Just bring all of it to me. I think we make this way too complicated. What would that look like? What does it look like in any other relationship when you need something? If you need help in any relationship, what do you do? Don't you just ask? Maybe you pick up the phone and call, hey, hey Brad, I have this 
listen, I have this meeting and I can't get to pick up my kid from school and I really have to be in this meeting. Can you help me out? Yeah, of course. Don't, you don't even have to give it a second thought. I got it. Go do what you got to do. I, you can count on me. I'll take care of this. Hey, Brad, I, look, I have this piece of furniture and I already got the moving truck here. I just need somebody to help me move it. Can you come over and help? Of course. No problem. All you had to do was ask. Hey, Brad, I'm, I'm a little short this month. Could I borrow 20 bucks? No. And most of the time, all you have to do is ask. So what is it to rely on Jesus? Why are we complicating this? Just talk to him. You just talk to him. You listen. You open up your Bible and you read for a few minutes and then you just sit quietly and listen. What is he saying to your heart? Maybe you're like me. I talk to Jesus in the car. I'm just driving. I talk to Jesus out loud like he's sitting in the passenger seat. Yes, he's heard me yell at other drivers. I just talk to him. People probably think I'm nuts as they drive past me. It's okay. That's a space where I connect with him and I just talk like he's literally sitting there. Talk to him. Listen to him. Jesus is talking to his best friends and he's like, guys, look, I'm going away. Up to this point, I've been with you and you could see me and you could touch me. But just because I'm leaving doesn't mean that stops. You can still count on me. Guys, I want you to still talk to me. I want you to listen to me. You won't see me, but you can rely on me. You can stay connected to me. And you can still experience the same peace and joy and purpose that you had when I've been right here with you. Keep going. He continues to paint this picture. Verse 6, he says, If you do not remain in me, you're like a branch. Now he's starting to talk about what happens when we're not connected to him. You're like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up and they're thrown into the fire and burned. Because the purpose of a branch is to produce fruit. But it needs the vine to do that, right? A, a, a branch, it can't produce anything. It can't grow leaves. It can't grow fruit on its own. Yes, it's its function, but it can't do it. You and I, our function is to grow fruit. But we can't do it on our own. Even though it's our purpose, we have to rely on Jesus. Now, I feel like I need to say this, this sort of side note here. When we read the Bible, a lot of times, especially when we're reading where Jesus is speaking, we come across metaphors. And metaphors are great. They paint a picture. But metaphors, if you squeeze them too hard, they start to fall apart. So for example, if I say to you, it's raining cats and dogs, and you run outside and you're like looking and hoping puppies are falling from the sky because that would be amazing. Cats falling from the sky would be terrifying, by the way. <laughs> puppies would be amazing. But you know that's not what I mean. I just mean it's raining. So when we come across metaphors in the Bible, we don't squeeze them too hard. We don't build theology on metaphors. We simply ask, what's the purpose? What's the point? What's the meaning of this? And Jesus' point is simply, if you don't stay connected to me, you can't grow fruit 
And growing fruit is your function. It is your purpose. So if you're not growing fruit, you're not fulfilling your purpose. Keep going with me. Stick, stick with me. Verse 7. He says, If you remain in me, and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. So this fruit is a sign that you're living in God's kingdom. Verse 9, as the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. So remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy might be complete. I love that he bookends this talking about love. Okay, so this metaphor. It seems kind of complex, right? Fruit, branches. Like, why can't he just talk straight? Give it, give it to us simply. I think it actually is pretty simple. I think what he's saying is this. If I rely on Jesus, I will bear fruit. If I don't, I won't. I think it's that simple. If I rely on Jesus, I will experience the kingdom of God, which is joy and peace and purpose. And if you're not experiencing those things right now, I wonder if you're really connected. I wonder if you're really relying on Jesus. And yeah, I, I know you can go, I, I love God. I know you do. But I'm talking about in this season. If you're not experiencing peace and joy, and hear me, I'm not saying that your life is perfect, right? We're talking in spite of circumstances. If you're not experiencing God's peace and joy, I just wonder if you're in a season where you're not connected to him. He mentions obedience. Maybe you're in a season where you're not really being obedient to him, relying on him. Because what is this section of John all about? John 14, 15, 16, 17. Remember, Jesus talking to his best friends in his last hours of life. He's talking to them about intimacy. He's talking to them about a relationship. Jesus wants to connect with you. He doesn't want you to feel isolated and distant. He wants you to feel connected. He wants to be connected to you. As much as you want to be connected to Jesus, Jesus wants to be connected with you more. As much as you don't want to feel alone and isolated and you hate that feeling, Jesus hates that feeling for you even more. He wants to be connected with you. He wants you to know that you can count on him. Yeah, you can't see him, but you can trust him. He is with you. He wants you to rely on him. And when you do, he says this. He says that you will bear fruit. And you go, what does that mean, bear fruit? That sounds churchy. It sounds like this weird Bible analogy. I don't know what that means. Here, again, I think it's really simple. I think bearing fruit is seeing God's kingdom move in your life. I think it's so many things. I think it's goodness. I think it's joy and peace. I think it's, it's having purpose and meaning. I think it's love. I think it's all of that. And we want that. You want that. I want that. 
We want meaning for our life. We want to believe that we're part of something bigger, something beyond us. We want to believe that the things we do will make an impact that will last into future generations. We want to know that our life has meaning. We want to see God at work in our life. And Jesus says, if you will stay connected to me, if you will rely on me, you will see my Father's kingdom come in your life. And he says, you won't just bear a little fruit, verse 2, right? He says, and then in verse 3, it's not just a little bit more fruit. He says, verse 5, you will experience much fruit. You will experience much of the kingdom of God, much of God's joy and his peace and his purpose for your life. And so my question for you today is really pretty simple. In the midst of this metaphor that's got branches and vines and fruit and all kinds of stuff, it's really this simple. Are you trying to do it all yourself? Are you trying to do life yourself? You're over here. You're a branch. You're a good-looking branch. You're strong. You're sturdy. But you're just a branch. Are you trying to do everything on your own? You're trying to grow fruit. You're trying to produce goodness and joy and peace in your life apart from God. Wondering why you're feeling so disconnected from everything. Just like this branch is never going to grow leaves. It's never going to grow fruit on its own. You're not meant to carry this life's burden all by yourself. You're meant to be connected. So Jesus invites you to come to him. He invites you to connect to him. He invites you to rely no longer on your own power, but on his power and his goodness. And he says, when you do, when you connect to him, you will see God's work in your life. You will see God's kingdom move in your life. You're trying to do it all on your own? Maybe today, for some of us, maybe right now, it's, it's time to connect to Him. Would you pray with me? Our Father and our God, I thank you that we don't have to do it this life alone. God, some of us right now, we, we feel so disconnected from you. We feel like you're so distant. We feel alone. We come to church and we sing and the words come out and we put our hands in the air and we try and force it, but it feels like we're just going through the motions and we feel disconnected from you. We can't figure out why we don't have any peace or any joy. God, right now, would you show us if we're trying to do it all alone, if we're trying to do it without you? And God, would you, in the power of your spirit, would you connect us back to you? Apart from you, we can do nothing. I don't even understand all that that means. 
but God, I've tried this life on my own and I can't do it. I need you. We need you. God, would you connect us? Connect us back to you that we could experience your kingdom, your joy, and your peace. God, thank you that you sent Jesus to adopt us into your family, that through his death and resurrection, we could reconnect to you. God, show us, walk with us, hold our hand. Show us what it means to remain in you. Through Christ I pray. Amen.